0: (laughs) thanks emily was like wait i have to burp and i tried to get the burp on uh
1: yeah and then i watched you click the thing and i was like nope nope close your mouth close your mouth because anyone that knows me knows that i burp like a pig hello hello everyone
0: i feel like that every time i listen to the episode i hear that's generally the first thing i say is that hello and i'm starting to think that maybe i should just trademark that. Goodbye. 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 Um, hello. <laughs> hello. Hola. Hola. Que tal? Bonjour. Bonjour. Bon Uh, yeah, it's bon because it's nighttime.
1: I don't know French. Or you know
0: how I learned what I just said? How? Legitimately in ASMR. Uh, the one cottage the, lady. One
1: of the, I love her.
0: Yeah. She. She is
1: my number one favorite, but she doesn't. To her, they're so crazy that she can't like do them a lot
0: yeah um hi how are you
1: hello i'm i'm, I'm good this
0: is by far the latest we have ever started to date
1: yes it is um approximately 9:58 p.m eastern time
0: eastern ow cat and
1: we are eastern one Standard minute time. into recording and uh and here we go here we are
0: we had to do laundry tonight, so we went and did that. The oh, worst. And, uh, I was watching somebody like take their laundry from the washer to the dryer in like trips, and I was like, I would never do that. I avoid taking trips as much as possible. Like when I, so I live on the fourth floor. When I buy groceries,
1: hundred
0: sixty eight dollars <laughs> worth of groceries, one trip.
1: Well, yeah, walking up those stairs. I just
0: did three back. The huge bags of laundry, one trip. Yeah. When I brought it from the washers to the dryer, one trip.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, now. that's like one... Why, I don't know why you need to do more than one trip. To she was to doing me.
0: little tiny trips.
1: Hell, Hell no. no.
0: Um, the other thing is when we were at dinner this table of people was leaving and what did she say to us
1: she she, i don't i think she said we were cute but this woman was like on her way out the door and she came over to our table and she was like you guys are so cute and we both just looked at her and she was like besties
0: (laughs) and i was like what gave it away um yeah it was like it was cute it was to get record, It was cute it to just, be recognized It
1: made my night I, I We got back here And I still was like I can't stop thinking About that lady She was so nice Um excuse me Where's the fidget spinner
0: Um Sir? Arnold uh, It's gone
1: Come on
0: It's broken Forever
1: Okay I'll play with
0: this Okay Um So Um hi How are you What's going on Let's check in
1: Check in Check out I would actually like to Check out of this hotel um i am well i am tired because i just ate a lot of carbs um but i am well this past week has been uh a little weird for me as i said on the last last week's episode i moved back into direct client care for this week and it's just been kind of just weird Mm -hmm. i'm just in a weird spot with that um but my life itself is great. I've been really lately though, so I've been watching a lot of outside TV. yeah,
0: your favorite. <laughs>
1: my favorite that I'm now obsessed with. So
0: which think, to be to be clear, outside TV is not just looking out a window. It's a real channel.
1: yeah, and it's like all but it's all different. Um, <laughs> can you
0: imagine I watch outside TV <laughs> and you I'm just sit outside from the window, <laughs> <laughs> sitting
1: front of the window watching the squirrels. um. That is also something I would do, though. Just, that is. Just so that everyone knows. Um, it's, like, all different, like, outdoor sports. Like, people riding their mountain bikes up and down mountains and, like, surfing and skiing and, like, all kinds of just, like, extreme outdoor sports. And mm-hmm. the there aren't really commercials. I hate commercials. I don't have cable because I don't like commercials. I just, I hate it. Um, there aren't really commercials, and, like, the breaks that they take from the shows are, like, clips of nature. Like, this clip of this park, and this clip of this of this place, and whatever, and it's, I love it. Um, but I've been watching it a lot lately, and I keep seeing all of these places, and for a very long time, since I was, like, young, I have always wanted to just uh travel around and like live in a van and just travel around or live in a car or whatever I don't even care if I have a place to live I just want to basically be a hobo around the United States um and seeing all these sites because a lot of them are in the United States I'm just like wow I I really I really want to do that and um I was talking to my boyfriend the other day about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, if you want to do that, like, I support you. Like, go ahead and do that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't think that you're understanding that if I'm going to do this, I'm literally just going to do it. Like, I am not a planner. I'm a doer. <laughs> I just I just go and do things. So, in the past, I ha- lived in Oregon. I lived in Florida. I lived in... Uh, Massachusetts like I've lived in a couple different places and and every, like the time that I moved to Oregon I my boyfriend at the time was like do you want to move to Oregon and live with my brother and I was like yep let's go and we left a week later like just because wow. that's the soonest we could get plane tickets we left a week later and I was like yep mom I'm, I'm moving to Oregon bye see you later um granted this was while I was actively using yeah of course But even for someone actively using to just be like, oh, I'm moving across the country, uh, it seems pretty absurd to me. (laughs) But that's how I do things. I just do. I just take the leap, and I'm like, I will figure it out. And so far, I have figured it all out. So the whole thing with, like, my want to just travel around and see all the sites and whatever, like, I have somewhat of a plan in my head of, like, i so my plan to like make money for food and stuff i have a lot of kitchen experience and there's a good amount of restaurants that will hire you on and pay you cash and i can just go and work you know a month in the same place make some money and then i'm on my way and that's the way that these things work in my brain is like i will figure it out um So, I just think about like, you know, just quitting my job and uh, breaking the lease in my apartment and just leaving. (laughs) And I really, really want to do it. And I, I got stuck in this like fear the other day that, excuse me, that I would never get to go and travel the way that I want to travel because I, I get stuck in this like emily you're old
0: <laughs> uh, oh, and I'm wow. not
1: i'm not old
0: geriatric
1: but i really sometimes get stuck in that i'm old mm-hmm. and then i'm not going and then running out of time which isn't a real thing time is not real everyone time is not real um
0: what do you mean by that
1: <laughs> time is a made up concept caveman didn't tell time Cavemen were like, oh, it's noon, we gotta fire up the rocks. Like, they just...
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just... Fire up the rocks?
1: Yeah, like, to cook?
0: You don't fire up rocks, you fire up wood.
1: Okay, you light the wood on fire, and then you heat up the rocks, and you put whatever meat you're cooking on the rocks to Did cook. they do that? Yes.
0: I don't think that's true.
1: Okay, well, do some research and return to us.
0: Okay, bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Emily records the whole episode by herself.
1: <laughs> you come back and you're like, you're right. You were right. Um,
0: Time's a made-up concept. You're running out of time.
1: Yeah, and it's just not real. And it's not, I can see today that it's not a good idea for me to just, Take off and do what I want to do.
0: That was going to be my question.
1: But at the same time, it's like there are people that do that and they are—they do make sure. it work. And it is fine. And the other part of me is like, well, I will never know if I don't try.
0: Well, why can you not plan for it?
1: I mean, I could, but I don't want to. It's a lack of willingness. I get... I find uh excitement and exhilaration in the thought of just taking off and having it and like relying on the universe to help me to accomplish these things that i want to accomplish
0: i don't know how i feel about this
1: that's okay most people um feel the same way. i
0: because i have romanticized taking a trip like that and then yes the fear of like how will i survive comes in but i do feel that if you planned it at least bare bones of it you could do it well i would but then it comes down to your relationships your animal yeah Yeah. and your livelihood and your future because you also have to come back from that and then
1: so that is the other assimilate That's the other thing, is the future. Like, what happens when I'm done? But then my brain is like, maybe I will never be done. Okay. Maybe I will never be done. Because I've always had this image in my mind of, like, just living somewhere and literally just, like living there like just acquiring this space that I live in and it sounds a lot like I just want to be a homeless person yes
0: it does I was just thinking but that. that
1: is not <laughs> that's like not how it works in my brain I have this fantasy of like going to California and living in the woods at the beach and like just surviving and and like you know working you literally a little just bit.
0: described homelessness I
1: know and working a little bit here and there to get money, to get like real actual food and like learning how to, to forage and like come up with things like that and like growing plants. Like I, I just have this fantasy that I like to indulge in sometimes. And lately I've been indulging in it a lot and, um, it's difficult.
0: Just bring a microphone so we can keep recording episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I ask.
1: Okay. You can send me one. I'll put it on my Amazon wish list.
0: Oh, I have to buy it for you? Yeah. I, I bought this one.
1: You wanted to do this. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, a lot of what has been going through my brain lately is how much I would like to just, because I.
0: My next question is, what are you running from?
1: I don't feel like I'm running from anything.
0: <laughs> <It's like laughs> I'm the,
1: running from my bills. It's like
0: the most therapist question I could ask you.
1: I don't have an answer to that question. I just, I like to live in a very simple way. So in the real world, when I grow up and I'm an adult and I have a house and all of that stuff, I would like to grow the majority of my food. Can you imagine
0: having a home?
1: Um, not really.
0: No. Honestly, I,
1: it really, uh, the financial part of that really makes me want to throw up.
0: People, okay, so when I first came to New Hampshire, uh, and I was in rehab, and like, you know, they asked you, like, what are your dreams, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, people legitimately being like, I can't wait to get out of here and, and buy a home. Yeah. Like, what? so out of this, sc- first of all, coming here from New York City. No one's fucking no one saving up home. the money to buy a home, and no one has a home. It's more just like, what neighborhood can you afford? Yeah, you're talking
1: about a house. Like, These
0: people uh, wanna are ready to. It's the commitment. It's the everything. Like I cannot imagine even thinking about buying a home right now.
1: Yeah, right now I, you know, I have looked at or, homes online and stuff, and the market is trash right now.
0: I wouldn't trash. even know. I wouldn't even know.
1: My thing with buying a home is like all the shit that comes with it. You got to replace the roof. You got to replace the hot water heater. Oh, now the now the furnace is busted. I
0: love leasing.
1: Ugh. Uh, now the garage's is, door is broken. Oh, you have like, a garage. That's I nice. Just, yeah, I have to have a garage. Um, the fence has a hole in it. Whatever. I, and it comes from growing up. My My parents own. They still own the house that I grew up in. And it was a two-family house, so, like, they rented out the upstairs. And just, like, all the bullshit throughout the years, the 25 years that they've had that house, that they have had to go through and replace and spend money on, how the fuck do people come up with money for that? I don't understand yeah, how you people... you refinance yeah. your mortgage and you you take money out of your mortgage and whatever. What but or equity. It's it's something about equity. I don't really know what I'm talking about I don't know what any either. of these words mean. I just know what my mom tells me and there's some way to like do do something with your mortgage where you get money. And Only thing I know about stuff. equity,
0: honey, actors equity, am I right?
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Oh. Well, that's the only Sorry equity goes. I know about. Um comment below if you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but one one day when I'm a real functioning adult, I would like to own a home, and I would like to grow a, a good majority of my food. I want to grow vegetables and like so you do farm. that stuff. Yeah, I want to farm. I would love to learn how to butcher an animal. I would love to learn how to do. I that. I did
0: not see that coming. I would. I get I it. Love, I get it.
1: I love animals, and I they're just so cute, and I love them all. Right, right. And that's why I would like to be able to butcher my own. Sure. So that way I know that they lived like they were nurtured and loved and now I'm eating them. And it's not this bullshit meat that comes out of the factory. Ugh, don't even, I don't even want to talk about I was
0: going to say, that sounds like a whole other episode for yeah. you.
1: Um, but I would love to, to learn how to, how to do that and to live basically like self, self-sufficiently.
0: Um, I have like dreams of that too, but I know I'll never fucking do it.
1: See, I will. I will have a garden and I will grow food. I don't know if I'll ever learn how to butcher an animal. Maybe somebody listening will try to teach me. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe. But fingers crossed.
1: I know how to garden. My my. I used to help my mom with her gardens. I also was thinking about taking uh like gardening classes. I think that would be really fun for me. I know that's, like, you are disgusted by that, probably.
0: Disgusted's not the right word, just couldn't Compulsed. be less interested.
1: Yeah, uninterested. Yeah. But I've been thinking about that, too, because I would like to do something. I mean, I have very minimal free time, but there is no possible way I'm going back to school anytime soon. So I would like to do something like that that I'm interested in, that I'm interested in learning, because I love... Learning, I love to learn about all kinds of things, just not history or <laughs> math.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But I love science, I love plants, animals, whatever. Okay. So, rocks. I like rocks. Okay. <laughs> How are you?
0: I'm fine. That was a. I just looked at the timestamp. Wow, we talked about that for a while.
1: Well, I want to elope.
0: Want to trap? Well, oh. From life. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I just... I'm I'm very tired. I feel very spacey tonight. Um, but I'm having a great week, all things considered. I just did my laundry, um, which is a big deal for me because I've been putting it off for a long time. You know where I'm struggling is that with the world opening up more and more, I'm not money managing. Yeah. Like, I have been very financially comfortable with sitting at home, uh, because I don't have to really think about my finances because I'm not, all I'm really doing is buying groceries and maybe one activity every other week.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I keep checking my bank account and finding out, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm broke.
1: I'm poor. I have
0: spent all of my money. I have $20 right now until we get paid tomorrow morning. Yeah.
1: $20. My paycheck is already gone.
0: So that's not great. But you know what else happened? I'm a blonde now. I'm back on my blonde girl bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I bleached my hair this week. I had a great week at work and You're um
1: thriving.
0: I don't know if that's the word I would use. I would use that word. But I'm doing really well. I honestly I feel like I don't really oh, I do have something to say.
1: You have a lot to say.
0: Always. Um, so I'm out of money, but <laughs> I had a crazy night of drug dreams last night.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Why?
0: What do you think I was going to say?
1: I, I don't know. Not yeah. that.
0: I, what do you mean why? I don't know. It was a full moon. Could be why. And it was about ecstasy. It wasn't even about math. But I was like having a terrible time. It was not a fun drug dream, and it was one of those where when I went back to sleep, it resumed.
1: Yeah, very strong.
0: Horrible, and I kept waking up sweating and anxious and angry and uh, all these emotions. So I finally like got up, up and like made myself some water. And you made yourself well, some in water the <laughs> <laughs> in the machine. In the machine. Um, and I like scrolled on my phone till I absolutely like was so tired that I just fell right back asleep and I didn't have another one, but it was kind of annoying.
1: Have you been stressed out?
0: No, I feel like I've had a good week.
1: Do you have any sort of anniversary coming up?
0: No. (laughs) What are you running from? (laughs) It's like that. I think it, I mean, they just come. I mean, literally. And, um. But this one, it, it just sucks because I, I woke up so tired, you know, yeah. like I did not have a restful night. I woke up so tired and it's like that active choice of like, I will not let this ruin my day, but I'm just exhausted.
1: Yeah. I had a night like that the yeah. other night, but it had nothing to do with drug dreams. It's just, <laughs> just
0: it's annoying. Our brain, our brain, my brain. Um, Mine was my dog. Yes. I, I not.
1: He would not settle, and I was like, "I'm," just, I just wanted to throw him out of my room, but I couldn't because he's been eating my blanket, so he's in timeout from having free roam of the house.
0: And that's that. And that's it. Um, and I hiked that mountain last week. Yep, that was awesome yeah. and very hard. Yeah, and I will say I learned a lot about myself because. I, once again, let my thinking ruin an event.
1: Yeah.
0: I, like, so I had plans of hiking the mountain and then going to Boston to see my sister and have dinner, um, and the timing didn't work out, like, Mm -hmm. we were supposed to be done with the hike around 4.30, we weren't done till, like, 5.30, Mm -hmm. and I was supposed to be in Boston at Mm 6, and for dinner plans, and I wasn't able to make them, and I was upset, And I literally felt like I had... A, I felt like I had ruined the evening. Yeah. And B, it detracted from me enjoying the hike.
1: Yeah, because you're stressed out, like... Yeah. Running out of time.
0: And the whole time, I'm fully aware that Veronica doesn't care. Yeah. My friend doesn't care. Like I, But I'm carrying around the weight of, I have ruined this. Yeah. And you know what it is, now that I'm thinking about it too, it's that... I wasn't I had I had an expectation
1: and you didn't meet it
0: and I wanted to have the day that I wanted yep. and instead of just like go, God
1: had different plans
0: instead of just going with the flow I was just like stuck in my head over not getting what I wanted and I let my thinking kind of ruin not ruin because that's dramatic it's at a great time but
1: it rained on you a little
0: yeah. And it, it disconnected me from my friend who I was hiking with, it disconnected me from the experience. Um, and just another lesson that like my thinking will fuck up anything if shit. I let it. So that's what I've learned. I feel like but I've had a really good week. Yeah. I feel good. I'm a little tired right now. I had a lot of carbs at dinner and I haven't we eaten. Both that. I haven't eaten mac and cheese in forever.
1: I haven't eaten carbs like that in like that's another thing. I'm I'm I this week I have made a very serious conscious choice to try and eat better and like not order out and not and if I do order out getting something light like a salad or whatever because this is my favorite time of year because all the places have like berry salads, Mm -hmm. which I love. (laughs) Salads with with berries on them.
0: Berry salads. Um
1: so I've been doing that, and I've been trying really hard to like clean up my eating. Um, and oh my
0: god, a drawing of a berry, and it's like it looks like Barry Manilow.
1: What the? <laughs>
0: Barry Manilow.
1: Oh my god.
0: Barry Manilow.
1: Yeah, I get it. Or a drawing of a berry that looks like Drew Barrymore. <laughs> 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 they can be friends. <laughs> uh.
0: Oh my god, I'm losing it. We You're should never record it. this late. Okay, berry salads.
1: <laughs> berry salads.
0: You know what you eat berry salads on? A date. <laughs> you know what that was? What? A segue. Oh, I was,
1: okay, so I was thinking like, a date like the fruit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought
1: it was like a a,
0: a, date. a berry... So, it's time to Just turn the corner. It's you. time to turn the corner. I'm self-conscious that I was too tired through the intro. Whatever.
1: We're fine. Log off. Bye.
0: <laughs> so, today's topic we pulled was relationships. Why? I That is a good question to start. Why are you repulsed by this topic?
1: Okay. So, I don't know what the word i'm i want to use to i uh, i know what it is tell me relationships and talking about relationships makes me the most uncomfortable that you could ever possibly make me second to emotions but emotions Why? come hand in hand with relationships i don't know
0: that's so weird i don't to know me.
1: it's absolutely horrifying To me. To... to, Like, before I got in the relationship that I'm in now, uh, I couldn't... I couldn't even, like...
0: Is it talking about it with your partner? Talking about it with your friends? About your partner? What is it about talking about relationships? It's,
1: like, the whole thing. It just makes me very uncomfortable. Because I... Emotions make me very uncomfortable. And, like, talking about how... Like, I am, even just this, I'm so uncomfortable because I, it all comes down to fear for me. Like, fear of saying the wrong thing, fear of, like, coming off in a way that I don't want to come off, Um, fear of rejection, fear of, like... Oh,
0: honey, rejection, that's my whole relationship status.
1: Yeah, we know. (laughs) But it's just a lot, it's just very uncomfortable for me, I don't... I don't really have an explanation as to why. Like, can you see how
0: uncomfortable I am? I guess so. It's just so interesting to me. I feel completely comfortable about talking about them, but (laughs) I don't have much to say about them. Because, okay, true team. I have, I've really never had a boyfriend.
1: Okay.
0: I have dated, my longest relationship was actually this year. It was What month is it?
1: May, 5.
0: January February March April May. So it was like 5 months. That's a long time for me. Previous to that relationship. Oh, and by the way, when we say relationships today specifically about romantic relationships. Yes,
1: not not platonic.
0: Not platonic, not like yeah.
1: Yeah, we we decided.
0: Yeah, romantic relationships pre this one from meeting the person to break up the longest i had ever been involved 2 months okay and i had like 3 2 month relationships okay meeting to break up and then this one meeting to break up has been around 5 okay i've never had a boyfriend when I tell people they're like, "Oh my god, you're such a catch." I'm like, "No, I wasn't." Yeah. And that is my first question you're to like,
1: you. You're like, "Well, I, you know me now, you don't know me before." Yeah. Yeah.
0: You don't know this man. My first question to you is when do you know when did you know you were I like ready? Voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> when did you know you were ready? For a relationship. Not when did you have one, because I... Those are two different things.
1: Like in real life or in sobriety?
0: I think more now.
1: Like in sobriety? Yeah. Recovery. Um. So I...
0: Is the answer different?
1: Is the answer different in what? For both? Yeah. yeah. I Okay, so a little backstory on me... I have had, like, the most significant relationship that I've ever had was three and a half years long. Oh, my God. hell, and torture. Like...
0: Three and a half years?
1: Three and a half years of a drug-fueled disaster of a relationship. Um, Yeah, I I don't want to talk much about it because it's it's just whatever it wasn't good sure we were it doesn't sound good we were both very sick um that is where a lot of my trauma comes from Mm -hmm. that is where a lot of the is this
0: the kid from the shooting story yes okay
1: this is where a lot of the difficulty that i have with relationships comes from it was just uh it was very messy. Yeah. We were both in active use. It It is what sure. it
0: is. And plus, what, I really... Th- we could talk about this for hours. Yeah. And what I really... Again, my focus on what we're doing with this podcast is the now. Like, yeah. how, how am I handling this now? Yep. Because I can say my quick backstory is that I didn't have relationships. Yeah. I never have. I... Wh- Coming out for me was... Yes, I am a homosexual. What? I know that's brand new to all... I, I don't think our viewers knew. I can't
1: do this anymore. <laughs>
0: I, didn't.
1: I have to go home.
0: Ah! Um, coming out for me was a very sexual process. Um, I uh, just wanted to get laid a lot. And then I just... I always wanted a relationship but I did not have the skills. Yeah. And what it comes down to is that I wanted someone to love me the way that I was unwilling to love myself and that just does not you can't have a relationship. Yeah. Um so I focused a lot on sex, I focused a lot on partying. It's also hard to have a relationship when drugs and alcohol are the most important thing to you and when I look back on my previous life My first real, the first true love of my life, I love to say, the first true love of my life was New York City. Yep. It was the first thing I fell infatuated with. You're
1: so gay. That's not gay. (laughs) You love New York.
0: I don't think that's gay. There's many, many, many heterosexual people who love New York City. There Taylor are. Swift, welcome to New York, welcome to... Frank Sinatra. What do you think,
1: where do you think is, like, the gayest place?
0: My bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um. Uh. Ooh, uh, Fire Island.
1: What is that? Exactly. Well, it must be really gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm half gay and I've never... I
0: think Fire Island, maybe... P town, but I think Fire Island.
1: What is P town?
0: Okay, so um, I'm actually gonna have to think about that.
1: I did a Google search one time, and it was um, I don't remember what it was called. I actually think it you googled with a what's P- the
0: gayest place in the world. Was it Provincetown?
1: Is that in what what country is that in?
0: America. No, it wasn't in Amer- oh. it
1: wasn't a pl- it was like a different country. Oh, okay. it was a place in a different country. I want to say it was, like, it, I don't know.
0: Okay, so the first true love of my life was New York City, and not because I'm gay. Because it was just the first place I felt comfortable, and I made friends. I was in college. I was an Tel adult. Tel Aviv. That doesn't start with a P. I
1: know. The gayest city on earth.
0: And the gayest city in the world! Whoa. Okay, anyway. Um, so... I do really feel like New York was the first true love of my life, and then um, I fell in love with a Jewish kid in college, and he didn't love me back. That was heartbreaking. I had a lot of heartbreaking things of like falling in love with boys who did not fall in love with me back. Um, I have a history of uh, falling for the emotionally unavailable constantly. Um, I was the when it turns out I was also emotionally unavailable. I just the emo- I just thought I wasn't. Anyway. So, again, I don't want to get caught up talking about the past. I'm just trying to get my... I didn't even my... get to
1: finish mine. So, go. Were you done?
0: No. Okay, be done. No. I am done.
1: <laughs> no, I was just going to say that my is mine is very similar to yours. Like...
0: You uh... weren't going to say that because I didn't even start talking yet. Yes,
1: I was because the... the, 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 the okay? <laughs> <laughs> um... So I had that one, three and a half year relationship. Other than that, there are not very many significant relationships that either were without drugs or were like an actual relationship. Like uh, I was the same, like very, um, everything was very just like lax. Like when I was in high school, never really like had a boyfriend. Like I would have people that like, I would be like seeing them, but it was never like, oh, we're together. I didn't want that. I didn't want that. For as long as I can remember, relationships have made me uncomfortable as fuck.
0: Yeah, I can tell um, you started with that
1: commitment. Like any sort of any of that, I'm like, get me out of here, get yeah. me, get it away from me. I don't know why, I don't know how, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the first boy that I ever loved uh, played me, <laughs> so that could have played a, a part me of it. like a harp. Yeah, I don't know why it's could... a harp. <laughs> Um, So that could play a part in it. But I have had just a uh, string of unhealthy or not realistic or not real relationships. Um, So anyway, fast forward to today in uh, sobriety. When I first got sober, I wanted nothing to do with a relationship. I just wanted to to have fun. And (laughs) I mean, I wasn't like so... The recovery community around here is rather small, so I was very careful. Imagine being gay. Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> <laughs> I was very careful about like what I did because yep. the last thing I wanted was to be the, the, tramp. The, the girl who walks into a place and everyone is like, Oh, like she slept with it, like walk into a place and there's four people in the room that I slept with. Um, so I was very careful with that, but I did have my, my, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then about like six months into my <laughs> What do
0: you want to call it?
1: I don't know what you want to call it. My fun, my whatever.
0: Okay.
1: Um, like six months into my sobriety, I got into a relationship. Why? Um, I just wanted to. I was okay. just doing things the way that I knew to do them. I liked this boy. He liked me. Like, I was like, this will be fun. Okay, so a big thing was that this person was not in recovery. Um, so I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about like them relapsing. Like I don't, there's none of that that comes with like dating someone in recovery is Mm -hmm. of course like that side of it. Um, and you know, I had known them for a long, long time, almost 10 years, like eight years. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I actually had my first, I, I lost my virginity to this person. Oh, okay. okay. um. So, uh, we got together, and everything was good, and then it just, like, there came this point where, like, my recovery remained as, like, the most important thing in my life, and there was just, like, a bit of a disconnect there between, like, my goals and my aspirations and, like, my growth and what I was doing and, like, how that lined up with, The other person's Mm -hmm. goals and aspirations and like what they had going on, Mm -hmm. Um, and it just it just ended up not working out. And we were together for probably like six months, I think. And uh, (coughs) one of the most difficult and terrifying things I've had to do in recovery so far was end that relationship. My my sponsor that's a good topic. My sponsor made me do it in person to the person's face. Good. And I had never. Good. Done anything like that in my life before. And Good. when she when she said that to me when she was like, You need to go over there and you need to tell him that like you this relationship needs to end, I was appalled. I was like, How fucking dare you yeah. tell me I have
0: to do that? I mean
1: But it was the right thing to do and so I went and I did it and it sucked. It was not fun because like it's not like something happened in the relationship yeah, where I, I was it. like, Fuck you, this relationship has to end like the same blah blah thing. blah. It was just like this isn't really working out. We're not in sync anymore. No hard feelings. Or like, Boys. bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that was very, very, very difficult. And then I decided. So after that ended, I felt like so I, I came to understand why a lot of the time in recovery and like in recovery communities, like people say not to get in a relationship for a significant amount of time. um, Because I felt like someone had taken the training wheels off my bike and like told me to go uh, and I was not ready Mm -hmm. to go. Um, So after that, I took, I took some time to myself, like, and I just enjoyed my life. I went out with my friends and I was doing all these things yeah. and I was having a great time and I was being sure.
0: That's when our friendship really started.
1: Yeah. I was being sure not to uh, Fall in engage. Love with me. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. So here's now when I tell you that, Vincent, I am in love with you. Yeah.
0: You're not the first woman.
1: <laughs> Psych. But. You're not my type. Yeah, anyway. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I just went on to live my life and like really dive into learning how to be alone, so to say. Like I was very far from alone. Like I had a lot of support, a lot of love, a lot of relationships, yeah, 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 like yeah. plenty of relationships as in friendships, plenty of that. But to be without that instant validation right when I wanted to need it with that out that person that I can just be like oh come give me kisses like whatever <laughs> I love what you, you just know what that. I'm saying yes I do um and I really took that time to just exist and it was really nice and it was it brought me a lot closer to to God and a lot closer to my friendships that I have now because like I have a lot of um, like male friends, like you are one of my closest friends. Um, And like I have other male friends that like are people that I got sober with and are very close to me. Mm -hmm. And when I get in a relationship, I get this fear or not fear, but it's very hard for some people to understand that. The, yeah. Like, I have friends who are strictly my friends, and like, we support each other in our relationships and we support each other in like everything that we do, but we're not fucking, yeah, like, we're not having sex. A boy and a girl can be friends and not have sex, Look that is a real thing, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so, a lot of my relationships while I was dating this person kind of fell by the wayside because I felt like I couldn't engage in that. And like, I mean, I could talk about this forever. I tried to, and I tried to bring things together, and it just didn't really work out, and whatever. Um, so I just, I took some time to learn to be alone, and then I allowed, what well, I, I, I mean, I guess I allowed, but I don't. That's not really the word I want to use. I just gave up control, and I gave up wanting for. The relationship that I'm in now happened organically. Like, normally, me, when I come to this point where I'm like, I like this person and I want to pursue something further with them, I do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I go and I do it and I'm like... You're not a planner,
0: you're a doer. Yeah,
1: exactly. And this time I just was like, it's going to happen in God's time and, like, that's it. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to, like... Force it, and I just—it felt very, very different than any relationship that I had ever, and it still feels very different than any relationship that I've ever had. How? Um, it just—it just happened like organically. Like and that sounds weird because every relationship happens organically. But it was just
0: mm, not not well, many of mine. <laughs> mine happened in a lot of the most unorganic ways.
1: I'm trying to think of like what like it just was okay, so everyone around me knows me and Brendan. Everybody knows both of us. Like we are come from like the same group of friends and like we're all friends, we all love each other, whatever. So when I, came, when I came to the realization that, like, I had these feelings for him and everyone else is like, yeah, you guys both feel the same way about each other, like, my friends are, like, pushing me and are like, pursue this, pursue this, like, do this, blah, blah, blah. And my response for the entire time was just like, no, it'll... It'll just happen, like, when it's time. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll just happen when it's time. And, like, all I can... The only way I can put it is that the universe blessed me with patience to just allow it to happen. Because normally I'm the person that just pushes it and is like, I want this right now. I want this right now. I want want this right now and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it happen right now.
0: Yeah, it's very mean.
1: And, um... Mm -hmm. I, I let go of that control and I just, I didn't listen to any of the people around me who were like pushing it Mm -hmm. and was just like, no, I'm just going to wait. I'm just, this is fine because I had things that I needed to work on around relationships. The other person had things that they needed to work on and like whatever. And divine timing is what happened. Sure. And that's it. And, and, like, this relationship is the healthiest relationship I have ever been in in my life. And it's very weird. It feels very uncomfortable sometimes to, like, have a conversation with a person about something that makes me upset and not either, like, get screamed at, get ignored for the rest of the night, like, have some sort of negative effect happen and be able to, to have this conversation with this person and it's a just, it's a literally a conversation yeah. where we talk about like, this made me upset. Well, this made me upset. Well, here's how like we can fix it like this. And like learning how to fucking communicate is like out of this world to me. Um, it's just very different than any relationship I've ever had. And I'm very grateful for it. I'm very grateful for it.
0: For someone who doesn't like talking about relationships,
1: I just—I'm sweating right now.
0: You went. You just really went on, not in a bad way. I'm not upset. I was sitting here basking in it. It just—I. It's. It's funny. Uh, anytime, and I get this at work a lot too. Like when ideas of who I am, and then when I actually jump into it, it it just unfurls i just those words just unfurled out of you just
1: rolled out i just get um i get very nervous and especially in in a setting like this where it's like on recording like i don't
0: we're being recorded
1: yeah oh my god what um I get very like nervous of if the things that I say are gonna be taken the right way. Like I don't want to cause any harm to anyone. I have I like in my brain am like picking my words very carefully. It's once we're done recording this I'm going to be extremely tired. Oh yeah. Like very tired because I get I just it's difficult for me to speak freely because a lot of the time, like, I say things that in, like, the way that they come out of my mouth are not the way that I mean them. Um,
0: I think you just sounded great.
1: Communication is not my strong point. I'll I would, probably listen to this later and be so embarrassed. I would
0: disagree. I think you just... Anyway, it doesn't matter.
1: I also have a very hard time with my feelings.
0: That's so interesting to me because I don't read that from you at all. I think there are are some feelings you are not uh, used to talking about yet. Yes. Because you are very good about talking about your feelings. But... With you. True, I guess. And around certain things. We don't talk about this a lot.
1: No. My... (laughs) Really
0: quick. I'm not in a rush. This episode can well, be all... Well, I just
1: all... feel like I'm talking the whole time and you so,
0: so next week we'll do part two <laughs> okay. and I'll talk about relationships.
1: Okay. Whatever. Um, I actually don't remember what I was going to say. What was I
0: going to say? I want to know... I want to know what about... Yeah, let's make this episode about you. I Don't give me that face. <laughs> what? Well, we're
1: already like an hour in. So we're almost. And know. I,
0: I'm very good at asking questions. You are. I want to know what specifically have you learned and or practiced? So what I heard is things like um, you were willing to wait.
1: Yeah.
0: You were willing to not – because I really relate to when I like a boy, like I fucking go for it. Way, very forward. Yes, you know? I am
1: very yes. – normally very forward. So and I, I heard, was very forward.
0: So I heard, I heard waiting and things like that. I want to know other things like how do, how have you felt yourself change and what skills ha- did you need to learn to have the healthy relationship that you have right now?
1: Um I had to learn how to communicate. In what way? Like how to talk about things when they make me upset, how okay. to talk about like like vulnerable things. It's very easy for me to get vulnerable with you, for example. Because I know that we are friends and, like, everything is going to be fine at the end of the day and, like, you're not going to leave me. And if you do, like, whatever, right? You aren't going to leave me. You're not leaving me ever. <laughs> but in... I
0: just get up and leave the room. <laughs> in your own house. You, leave, you leave, leave your own house. I
1: leave my own house. <laughs> um, but in a relationship it just is very different in my mind I have this uh, extreme fear of abandonment um, mm-hmm. and like for a very long time my emotions and my feelings and the way that I felt about things were just completely denied in a relationship like it didn't mm-hmm. matter how I felt it didn't matter that I was upset if I cried I was in trouble Like it, it, it was like no i didn't have a say in anything
0: that hurts my heart
1: so learning how to have a say in something and learning how to convey that that feeling that say like my portion of it in a healthy way instead of just yelling at you
0: yeah (laughs) because you yelled at someone (laughs)
1: another thing is like so i was one time, I'm going to bring up a sensitive subject for you. One time therapist. I was talking to my therapist. I knew it. Before I got in the relationship that I'm in now. And my therapist is like, okay, so if you're going to have a conversation with this person about... Um, I'm just like thinking right now about Bren listening to this episode and I'm already like embarrassed like you'll be fine
0: you you sound great that's
1: that's but that's how extreme and irrational like my thinking around these things are
0: you know it it really is and i do want to say out loud that i think a lot of this is also you working through what we talked about last time which is a trauma response yeah so like you said so much of your path of that relationship is bleeding out into even being able to talk about this right now yeah and that is um, kind of beautiful that we're doing this right now.
1: <laughs> I just I just want to shut down and not say anything, but I'm just pushing through that uncomfortability. Sure. Um, but anyway, my story is kind of funny. So I'm having a conversation with my therapist and we were talking about how I wanted to uh, like tell... Bren, how I felt and, like, that I wanted to have a relationship and, like, have more. And my therapist is, like, okay, like, let's pretend that I am him. And, like, how oh. are you going to approach this situation? The art therapist and in me
0: is thriving. Psychodrama.
1: Literally, my first response is, so are we going to do this or what? And my <laughs> therapist is, like, okay. Let's try again. You are and like
0: sitcom a material. Little,
1: a little less aggressive. You're <laughs>
0: like exactly every archetype of the butch girl who doesn't know how to talk about her feelings. And it's like, yo, bro, we getting a beer or what? That
1: is like you. Literally... You are a
0: sitcom character. <laughs> and who knew that every is. sitcom character had underlying trauma?
1: Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. knew? But that's like literally... My first, because he's like, give me your, just your first, uh, how you want to go at it. Yeah. And, like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, that is not what I want at all. And, like, in my head, it sounds a certain way, but it comes out of my mouth in a completely different way than, like, I wanted It came out of your mouth,
0: like, you smacked him on the ass and said, good game, bro. Yeah,
1: like, I just could, like, could not do it and so then we talked some more about like a better way to go about doing that sure um and then i ended up like not like that ended up not like happening anyway and whatever but it was (laughs) so we doing this or what and my therapist's reaction was like um okay that's literally the (laughs)
0: definition of a grinder conversation so
1: We're not going to do that. (laughs) It's like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And then he had me try again. And even just something in that scenario, like just thinking about that, I was so uncomfortable that I was like, I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. Like I, I felt like, and I told my, my really close, one of my really close friends, like that was helping me to like work through this. I was telling her like, I feel like, uh, like a fifteen-year-old virgin, like who's getting their first boyfriend, and is like in this, like has never talked to a boy before. Yeah. Like I was like, that is literally how I feel. I feel like a child. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know how to talk to this person. I want to like, be, like, to my friend to like go tell them that I like them. Like I just could not, uh, I couldn't do it. I would freeze in fear, like. God forbid, we were in person together, so one day, me and Bren were, like, at this party thing, and somebody was like, so, are you guys gonna, like, kiss, or what, like, this was before we were together, because, okay, so me and Bren were friends for, like, over a year before we became, like, in, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, Mm -hmm. um, but somebody said something like that, and my I just froze. I froze. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. I, I just was like, uh, uh, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And, like, the reason why that is so not like me is because normally I'm the one that's, like...
0: That bitch.
1: D- yeah, like, going for it. And I'm like, this is what I want, and I'm going to get it. And, like, that was not this. Sure. This was terrible terrifying to me because real feelings are involved Mm -hmm. and I spent a long time and still do struggle with loathing my emotions and we share your
0: loathing because it was for so long
1: that they weren't allowed I I had to shut them out in order to survive
0: (laughs) and also what I'm hearing too is that what we talked about last week too is ego,
1: ego (laughs) ego
0: deflation you aren't you don't have your ego to rely on to start this relationship
1: well and like i do
0: you get what i mean
1: i do yeah the the whole thing you have a you have a sense of humility
0: you have a sense of humility That brings on giddiness and fear and anxiety uh, because old Emily, and I might be completely off base, but based on, especially like when you were talking about, like I used to walk into any party and be like, you know, that's ego. Yeah. And this is a relationship started without ego. Yeah. And the humility it takes to start a relationship and be vulnerable and the, the vulnerability it takes to be like, this is who I really am. And I... And I'm enjoying you because I really like who you are, who you are. Yeah. Not who you represent. And
1: not the sex.
0: Yeah. That was another big thing.
1: Is that so? Like in the past, majority of my relationships, and I'm saying relationships in quotes, began with sex and then moved from there to try and develop the emotional part of it because the sex was really good. This relationship started completely. Emotional completely like on a friend level for a very, very long time mm-hmm. and then blossomed into like the relationship that it is now today. So that also is a completely different thing, yeah. like just totally a hundred percent different. So out of my element. Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable. So different and it's it's really beautiful that I get to learn how to be a person in a relationship with somebody like Bren mm-hmm. who's very patient with me, very understanding, like also working on learning how to be in a relationship. Like we're learning together and like it's just such it's just such a different experience that I've ever had in my entire life. Sure. Ever.
0: Um, I'm really happy we're doing it this way because we have such different opposite everything about not not opposite because we both kind of view relationships in the same way but we I don't relate to pretty much anything you're talking about because I've never been in a serious relationship. Yeah. Um, And I'm really happy we're taking the time to really listen to you just kind of all this out because like it is really nice, and it's on. It's an honor, honestly, too. Like to be able to listen to you and like watch you work through this. So and uncomfortable. Whatever. It's also that like you are helping. There may be one woman who listen or man who yeah. cares, coming from abusive, toxic relationships. That uh, like this gives me hope. Like I'm sitting here. Okay, me, me, me. <laughs> I'm sitting here and almost like, wow, like I feel almost inferior because I don't have any of these like experiences, but my experience with relationships and sobriety especially have been the so polar opposite. And I know that I can also, the way you're talking, I can fill an entire episode too. Yeah. So, um, I have another question, which is what would you say is your biggest strength In this relationship and what your biggest weakness is. Start with the weakness, end with the strength. It's always good to end on the positive. What would you say is your biggest weakness in this relationship and what would you say is your biggest strength?
1: It's a really hard question. Let me think about it for a second. Okay. Because I can name the strength easily.
0: Okay, we'll do the strength first then.
1: The weakness is the hard part.
0: Okay, do the strength first. Well, I'll end it. I have I'll think of another positive question to end end the episode with.
1: I would say the strength is my and this has always been my strength and sometimes my also my weakness in relationships is my willingness to accept and understand and see things from another person's point of view. Okay. So that can lead me into problems because I allow Cosine. inappropriate and harmful behavior to to happen and to continue because I'm like, oh I get it. I understand why this person is doing this and why they're acting like this and blah 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 so I let things slide. Um so that's where that's a weakness, but it's also a strength because I can see like when I get upset about things, I can take it and like sit down with it and kind of like pull it apart and be like, okay, I'm upset because of this and like this happened because like this person was thinking this, like I can dissect things and like come to an acceptance around it and like just be understanding. And that is like one of the main things that I ask for in a relationship is like just to be understanding and like see where I'm coming from when I need certain things or like when I need space and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Biggest weakness? Um, maybe communication, but I've been trying really hard to get better with that. Just about things that make me upset, but this relationship is different because it's to a point now where, like...
0: Everything upsets you?
1: Yeah. (laughs) No. Um... We are able to talk about... At least I think that we are able to talk about most of the things that we get upset about. Sure. Um, it's still a struggle. It will always be a struggle, probably. Yeah. Um, weakness. I don't know.
0: That's okay.
1: I really don't know. That's very... Hard for me to answer. My face is really hot. Oh, is it? Can you tell? No. Is my face bright red? No. Um, communication, and I think probably like, and I just want to say too that like, there, I, I, we don't experience many problems in my relationship. Everything kind of like, to my knowledge, Mm -hmm. gets talked about when it happens of like it's kind of made me upset and I don't know
0: yeah
1: it's very healthy and it's very weird
0: what about (laughs) like the last question I have for you is what what about the way you show up today in a relationship excites you
1: Um, that I show up okay. and that I can be like emotionally available.
0: Mm. What does that mean to you?
1: Like that I can have emotions for the most part, still work in progress, but mm. that like I can express emotion I can express positive emotion because that's something that's been difficult for me is like expressing like gratitude that I have for the relationship like like love and and stuff like that like positive emotions were very difficult for me to concede to myself that I am allowed to feel like this mmm because for, like, my past traumatic relationship, like, that was not really a thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared. Um, so being able to, like, show up that way and then show up as, like, this is it.
0: Show up, <laughs> Here we are.
1: Show up as a friend before a girlfriend mm. in the sense of, like, I don't know how to explain that one. You don't have to. But like...
0: Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Then great. Showing
1: up as a friend and, and supporting... Okay. So sometimes my views on things as a girlfriend differ from my views on things as a friend. So sometimes like selfishly as a girlfriend, I want these things that like in my mind and society's mind are like expected from a relationship like all of this stuff but then there's the friend part of me that is like okay well like brent needs this right now and like this and this and like this is the friend part of it and this is the girlfriend part of it and like this is the selfish part of like the girlfriend part is yeah. more
0: selfish okay
1: yeah it's very difficult for me to explain. No,
0: I think you're explaining. I'm right. You, I'm fully understanding where we're at. Yeah.
1: Um, because when thoughts leave my brain, they leave and they're gone. Sure. And I don't know what happened.
0: No, we're right here. <laughs> I mean, I'm right here.
1: So... The ability to do that, to separate my wants and needs and feelings that may be unreasonable and unattainable at the time as a girlfriend and look at them as like a friend and like show up as a friend and a girlfriend at the same time. And like support in every way possible the things that are going to help him grow and like what he needs to be okay, Mm -hmm. even if I want something else. At the time and and to be able to like see that objectionally of like, we' are both growing. Mm-hmm. And like there are times where I need different things to grow and like that's okay. and, and like having that that, I don't know what to call it,
0: yeah.
1: That relationship, and that's why I think the fact that we were friends for so long, before we got together, is, like, just so fucking beautiful.
0: You're fucking beautiful. Mm, I'm so grateful that we dove deep into this. Uh, Can you believe that was the full episode? Yeah. I love that. I'm
1: so... I'm sweating. You're off. My face is red. I am very uncomfortable. The fact that this is going on the internet for everyone to hear is very very real to me right now (laughs) it's very real to me right now um yeah i just i have a a hard time with things like this you did great thank you
0: it's all about healing doing things that make you uncomfortable
1: well that's why i am am doing this sure i have been on i can't
0: wait for you to listen to it
1: I've been on like autopilot, not autopilot, but like not really thinking about the thoughts that are, and just kind of allowing it to, to happen mm-hmm. because if I think too hard about it, it's not, I will shut down. No, no, no.
0: Yeah. I will shut down. Our, and speaking of shutting down, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'll do the next one. Okay. All right. Love Bye. you. Bye. Bye.